Welcome to another episode of the In the Limelight podcast. I'm Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. You are tuned in to HealthWise 360 with Christy Cordingly. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome to this episode of HealthWise 360, a creation of Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media. And I'm your show host, Chrissy Cordingly, and you'll be able to see this interview on In the Limelight TV, which is distributed on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and a hundred other smart TV apps. The audio version of this interview can be heard wherever you listen to your podcast. Today, I'm really excited to be interviewing Monica Verport. She is a registered social worker and certified practitioner in the modality of emotional Freedom Techniques EFT Tapping. She is the author of Is This All There Is? Life, Living a Life Beyond Obligation and has worked in the field of children's mental health for close to 20 years. So welcome, Monique, to the show. Thanks very much. Really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So, so maybe tell us a little bit about what does it mean to be emotionally free? What is mm-hmm. emotional freedom? Yeah, that's the question of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, emotion, emotional freedom really is, if I were to put it in a little neat little package, you know, it's really about being able to make choices in your behavior instead of responding from these limiting beliefs that we that we have that we all carry. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a freedom to kind of make choices that are you know, coming from the part of us that uh, wants the best for us, um, that is the most evolved, and uh, kind of removes the filtering of fear and self-doubt and all those all those things that really, you know, keep the reins on us taking action. So, so that's part of it. The other part of it is um, being able to be in that place of peace and calm, regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on around us. So, I mean, you know, today, 2023, crazy, crazy world we're living in so much chaos and uh, negativity. And it's very easy. I, I listened to your show about highly sensitive people and, and surprise, surprise, I am one of them as well. Me too. That's, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Exactly. So we have to protect ourselves, right? And uh, so and, and for anybody, it, it's very easy to if we allow all that stuff to come in, it can really put a huge damper on, uh, on our well being on every every level. So so that is part of emotional freedom. And it's also, um, you know, approaching life in a way that we are responding rather than reacting, mm-hmm. right? So it's very easy to sort of when that, that uh, you know, the analogy with the stress bucket or whatever other analogy we have, when it starts to overflow, it's easy to lose it. It's easy to snap. And it's it's really easy to make choices that are not really coming from a place of empowerment mm-hmm. uh, because we're, we're, we're making those choices for, out of fear and out of uh, just uh, a lowered frequency, if you will. Yeah, definitely. I find that really fascinating. And I love that a lot of your work is done with children because I think, I mean, adults, of course, we have limiting beliefs. We've grown up with so many different messages in many different environments, but it can start as early as childhood, right? Where people start to question their worth or question or they start to maybe mimic other people that aren't healthily responding to the situation correct yeah absolutely so um you know first of all i wanted to say about that the the second point you raised is that yeah even in utero i mean we have research now is oh, that wow. we're, picking, we're picking up on the stress and anxiety of our mother uh, when we're in utero and um it's 
some kids come into the world, they're stressed out already because they're absorbing a lot of what's going on for the, for the parent. And then coming into an atmosphere where maybe uh, there's a lot going on within that, within that family unit, however you define family. And um, so some kids really come, you know, it's a rocky start, right? Um, and then other kids, yes, you're totally right. I mean, it's all this messaging that we pick up because ultimately we want to, we need to survive. And as, as young children, we, we don't have that capacity to do that. So we're dependent on the adults around us to really keep them happy so that they're going to continue to take care of us. And, um, you know, we tend to kind of mold ourselves in a way that is acceptable, you know, to those, whether it's parents or teachers or, or whatever. So yes. And, you know, in terms of working with children, this is my vision, um, because where I am at, I have been in this field for a long time, and I've been planting seeds. How do we get this EFT widely accepted? And it's been a bit of a, you know, not an easy feat, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, I did do, I remember boy, back in sort of 2015, it became uh, energy psychology, which is the umbrella term for any kind of therapy that works with the body's energetic system based on, you know, ancient traditional Chinese medicine mm-hmm. uh, that works with meridians. But um, so I had, uh, it, it became evidence-based back, I think it was 2012. And I made a point of doing this big presentation for the whole agency and having people, you know, tapping along with me, uh, teaching them EFT, but it is a bit of a slow sell. But we have people like uh, Dr. Petta Stapleton from Bond University in Australia, and she mm-hmm. is leading. She is uh, she's an amazing researcher, and she they're a little more advanced in terms of getting this into classrooms in Australia than we are here in North America. So uh, it can be done, and this is something that I really want to put my energy and efforts into, you know, having that there. Because can you imagine if every kid in a classroom they start their day off? you know, doing some self-regulation techniques that can keep them focused on, on the work they're doing. So accessing their, their brain, um, you know, not being so uh, dysregulated and torn in all these different directions. I think it would make a huge difference um, it, for, for kids, their learning, and also just for their emotional needs and so on. 100%. I love that you talked about hypervigilance a little bit. That wasn't what you called it, but that's sort of what I call it, where you where you're so aware of how others might respond to you that you try to mold yourself. That's what you did say into mm-hmm. someone that isn't going to catch attention or be a burden in any means whatsoever, just so you stay safe and protected. It's that's, um that's a, that's a hard thing to let go of, especially as a, as a child and as you grow into an adult and then with tapping, you know, it's <laughs> people It's so funny because there is such a, they talk about cynicism and skepticism on a world stage growing larger than it's ever been in the past. So it's not surprising, but to see some of the things that people do believe work <laughs> and then not believe that something with science-based evidence is, is it's, it's kind of comical in a way, but, um, but can you just tell the audience what EFT is mm-hmm. and how they perform it? And, and if they need special training, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, so EFT is basically, I think the easiest way to get this is acupuncture without needles. Yes. Right? Because it's the same meridian points. And that is something that, you know, that was a hard sell back in the 70s. But now, I mean, it's everywhere. And people all <laughs> bat an eyelid, right? You know, it's so funny. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, like touch myself with my finger. Oh, no, that's weird. That's who put a needle in me. Okay, go ahead. Right? Like, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. Okay, continue on. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted. 
no, that's okay. I, this is great because you're speaking for your audience who doesn't yeah. know anything about this, right? So it's, uh, it's yeah, it's based on, as I said, uh, traditional Chinese medicine where we have these uh, energy pathways or meridians that pass through our body and there are endpoints that surface, um, you know, throughout the body. But basically your face, your torso and your tip of your fingers are mm -hmm. exit points for these, um, for these meridian endpoints or acupoints. And so uh, what happens is that when we can tap touch or rub these points and I'll show them show them and describe them uh, very shortly but when we can tap um, and rub these points um, then what happens is it actually sends a calming message to our brain's emotional center the limbic system uh, that says okay you're calm no tigers lurking you're safe uh, and so it decompresses our nervous system it's so you know we land in our parasympathetic nervous yes. system Yes. And uh, it's uh, that's that's basically the, the the beauty of it in terms of a stress reduction methodology. And so anybody can do that. And I'm on a crusade, Chrissy, to let people <laughs> know about this because you know there's such a shortage of mental health services. They're not always accessible. Um, you know, there's this is something you can do in your own home. You know, you can eat or anywhere else. I mean, they're. There are tips that you can use where you're in public and you can use your fingertips because we have the meridian points there as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is why, I, you know, it's just such a great additional tool, um, you know, to, to any of the other amazing stress reduction techniques. So, so that's one piece of, of it too that is really it's very democratic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, and healthcare is not cheap in the US for sure. And even in Canada, where we can access many things for free, the wait to receive those services is is horrendous. So there's, yeah, so the, the more tools we have that we can put in place on our own, uh, the better off we are, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about women, especially because you have a bit of a message for women that really, it's really important for us to be inward focused. So so why is this such a big message for women to start focusing inward on ourselves? Right, right. Well, and I want to say it's it's a good message for everybody, mm -hmm. but I really speak to women. First of all, I am a woman. I, you know, you, you teach what you most need to learn, right? And mm -hmm. so, you know, knowing that uh, as women, we take on a lot of the stress and the emotions within within our relationships. And, um, you know, there's there's still these conditioned beliefs that, over the millennial, but in the millennium that, you know, we, uh, we are sort of those nurturers and caregivers and, and so on. And, and not to say that men don't take on that role more and more they are and loving it, you know, just love the way society is progressing in that way. Me too. But, but there's still that sense of, you know, I need to be there for everybody else. I need to make sure people are happy. And, um, you know, that's fine. But when it's not fine is when it becomes so great that we actually start depriving ourselves of our our spiritual and emotional nurturance and physical nurturance, um, because then we start landing into problems. And um, especially if you're a type of person that is a giver, always give, 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 and your self-worth comes from that. You know, it's like, it feels good to give, right? And, and, and that's what we want. But when we are not good at receiving, this is where we have a real imbalance in our energetic you know, uh, you know, balance or, or um, resources. So that's when issues surface and 
they're often That's, physical. When you overgive like that to try and regulate your environment that's called fawning correct yes exactly exactly it because it's a protection mechanism that we had early on in life where we needed to please others to get our needs met so it's just a a pattern that is Mm -hmm. so ingrained and and uh, Chrissy I think it's really important just to emphasize that this is just all so much on a subconscious level we are not aware we are operating on autopilot right Mm -hmm. and we're not and and with tapping, um, and we got to get to the point soon. People are yes, going, what, what's she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're going to find it's fascinating. Honest, okay. don't worry. <laughs> but with with tapping on these points, the beauty is that uh, we start to con- it's a gateway to connect to our subconscious, which is real power. So mm-hmm. it's as we tap on these points we're actually often get these little insights that pop up from our subconscious at these little clarity. Uh, bubbles, you know, and we go, hey, I, I never thought of it that way before. Or, yeah, I remember when I felt this way. This was back in grade three when I was mm-hmm. standing in front of the class, you know, having to explain a math equation. And I I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And I was mm-hmm. just terrorized by this. And so these, so it really is that access. And then when you think about it and you tap on these points, as I said, it sends that calming message to the, the emotional brain. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes the charge out of the emotion tied to that memory. So maybe yeah. back in grade three, I was terrified, but now I can sit there and go, oh God, yeah, man, that was so embarrassing. I felt really humiliated. And then you're kind of disconnecting those emotions from the event. So you can kind of talk about it. And I give you an example of grade three, but you know, that's sort of a safe example to give. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have had that experience in, in one way or another, right? Yes, definitely. And I I like that tapping is, I mean, it's working with the energy center, but it it also teaches the brain to think with a different part when you start to get into that cycle of overthinking or emotional thinking, right? That response. The other thing I wanted to say too, is I think there's a misconception about stress that people think it's just an emotional response, but it's a physical chemical response. So you mentioned about babies in the womb. Well, of course they do because you're releasing high amounts of cortisol and adrenaline. These are actual chemicals. You're experiencing a physical reaction. So it is really important to be able to manage your stress. And, and those kinds of things. So that's amazing. Uh, so tell us a little more about the tapping. So now you said you were going to show us some of the points yeah. and how does it work? How does it teach us to be more resilient? Okay. So first of all, um, the first point is where they are. So basically there's, uh, like I said, there are points all over the body, but, and there's a, a shorter protocol and a longer, but I'm going to stick with the shorter because mm-hmm. it's, it's very effective as well. Um, so it starts at sort of where your eyebrow point, it's where your eyebrows meet uh, right here. And there's, a, so there's a point there. And as I said, you can tap, if you tap gently, you don't want to hurt yourself. Right? You do about <laughs> five to seven times, just really gently. So no sledgehammer. That's what you're saying. Yeah. No sledgehammer. No. In the beginning, I'm like whacking my face <laughs> and I go, no, that's not necessary. <laughs> so five to seven. And then you breathe the deep breath, which we know is super powerful, right? For activating the parasympathetic. You do it at the same time. In through the nose and out through the mouth. Slow, deep breaths. Then you pass to the side of your eyes. There's that bone. It's so sensitive there too. You can yeah, feel it's very it. sensitive. Yeah. So if you want to like, you know, touch and breathe, that's fine as well. And then underneath the eye. And by the way, I have a, a, a graph with all these points on my website. So we can talk okay, about Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Under, under the eye, there's a bone. And then under the nose. Under the lower lip, so on the chin point. 
That's another sensitive area. Yes. And I'm going to lower my camera a bit here. And then we have our collarbone point. So if you take your fingers and you kind of lead along those two collarbones and where they kind of meet up front, you go down about an inch and over about an inch as well. And if you rub, chances are pretty good. This, this is going to feel sore because a lot of our tension gets stuck in these points here. And the more we rub, I, I can feel like I'm actually sighing. And that's, yes. that's a sign, release. right? It's a release. Um, a lot of people, too, uh, cry. Yes. Because it's it's like if you go to for a massage and, you you know, often you can you can start crying. So because the issues are in your tissues. And so when, you know, you're <laughs> massaging these points, you're actually activating some of the stuck energy, which is really, you know, emotion is energy in motion. Mm-hmm. So that's how it shows up in the body. And then the, the point uh, four inches below your armpits. So for ladies, it's kind of where your, your uh, bra strap and, is. And yeah, the, the band. Um, so you'd tap there as well for five, five to seven. And then the top of your head is sort of the, the point here that um, you're, you're crossing both hemispheres. So if you kind of make a claw out of your hand and you tap gently there with your fingers, you kind of reaching both parts of your brain there. And there are a lot of uh, meridian points that surface on, on the top of your head. So, mm-hmm. and then breathing and you do a couple of rounds of that. So, so that is the something that you can do you don't need words it's like in that moment a really good go-to do that a couple of times with the breathing often you know just just decompress you can feel yourself doing that um and so the and and there are other things as well I mean people use it with people often get hung up with the words I mean if you if you google EFT you're going to find a gazillion things and then you'll (laughs) have people talking and they're talking through words and people often what stops them from exploring this, they go, oh, I can't remember what she said. Like, what am I supposed to say when I'm doing yeah. this, right? And they, they just give up. And, and so that's another message on my crusade is that you don't need the words. You're just tuning in emotionally to what is going on. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you are angry if, or frustrated and you're tapping, you're, you're already activated. You're, your system is already activated with that, with that emotion. And so you can just tap through it like this, the deep breath. Um, another tip that I find for me has been amazing is that when you you're have a, something that really gets your goat, like, you know, I had, I had somebody that really triggered me a lot and I, had, I couldn't be in the same room. Or I couldn't mm-hmm. even talk to this person. I would just get so worked up. Yeah. So I'd find a private spot and I would just, I would voice my truth. So I'd be like, I'm really pissed off with (laughs) leave me alone right and 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 then allowing yourself to maybe even you know insert some swear words if you want to you know things that normally you go no I can't I can't talk badly about that person or no I shouldn't be saying that (laughs) you know you don't need permission because it's just a way to get it out of your body yes and you're not just venting but you're actually releasing the energy that's tied to that emotion that and it really, uh, I tell you, it, it works great for that. So those are the two pieces, I think, that are simple um, that people, people can practice. And in terms of your question, how does it build resilience? Mm-hmm. Well, um, Dr. Stephen Porges, who really taught us a lot about the nervous system, is a fascinating man. He talks about, um, uh, uh, oh, gosh, I've got a mind, uh, vagal theory. Um, yes. Yeah, that's part of it. Anyway, it'll come to me. 
but uh, he really sort of describes the nervous system in uh, uh, you know, a way we have like our freeze response where we have the shutdown, we have our uh, fight flight, our sympathetic nervous system. And then our, when we're in ventral vagal, we're sort of in that, that parasy- uh, parasympathetic state where we can actually connect. Mm-hmm. You know, we can connect with others. We, we, we're not closed in and, and constricted upon ourselves, right? We're, we're in a stress state. I don't know about you, but, you know, often it's just like we hold that in and we're not, we're not really open to, uh, to really connecting with others. And um, so what he talks about is this term, this window of tolerance. And I think it's a really helpful term. And the window of tolerance, if you're somebody who is quite frequently in that stressed out state, we talk, he talks about this window of tolerance being very narrow. Mm-hmm. So that means you get easily irritated. Something happens not going your way. <laughs> you know, you react, right? Or you just like beat yourself up or whatever. And so the goal of tapping is to kind of increase that window of tolerance so it becomes wider. So that ties in with what I said at the beginning, where you have, you know, crap that happens in your life but you're not in, uh, impacted as quickly as you would be uh, normally. And tapping tones the nervous system. So if you make it a daily habit, mm-hmm. tie it in with a coffee, tie it in with, uh, you know, after you brush your teeth, uh, you know, tie it in with watching the news. Great time to do it, right? As mm-hmm. the news is getting y'all worked up, <laughs> you can you can kind of tap through some of those things. So, so that is the resilience piece. You don't just, you don't get so, you know, triggered as easily as you would because you've widened your window of tolerance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I really like that window of tolerance. You know, I have a relative who I'm very close to that has uh, severe pain from um, a condition that they have and their window of tolerance is very low. And sometimes we giggle about it because it is so funny, like just something so small will set them off. Right. Like, are you in pain? Do you need, do you need a, do you need a time out there? Uh, <laughs> but we were giggling last night because we saw a little meme that says, I'll never turn into a grumpy old man. And then the next sentence was, I'm really bad that that car is orange. Like, like <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's a window of tolerance, right? Like yeah. so the little things can just really all of a sudden become big deals. And that's not a great way to live. I mean, that's like you said, that's just our instinct. That's I, I like to call it our lizard brain, right? It's when the instinct just kicks in and now we're not even consciously thinking about what we're doing. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so that sort of ties in with that idea too, how we can be um, just, so much more um, productive in in a way creative, right? Because because if we can spend more time in accessing our you know prefrontal cortex where all yes. the planning happens, and you know then then we spend more time there, and then we can see those possibilities that we can't see when we're in that constricted, stressed out state. So um, there's so many benefit or so many repercussions and ripples from spending more time in in uh, you know parasympathetic I love that I love that and you mentioned that earlier we want to respond not react to things so how can this be integrated into our daily you talked a little bit about making it a habit but what are some things we can do when we're in the boardroom or on the bus or somewhere where there's lots of people and we don't want to be like in front of everybody (laughs) what do we what do we how do we do that yeah yeah uh, so one of the ways I talked about the, the fingers, so yes. I'm going to have to sort of demonstrate. So people mm-hmm. are, uh, are not seeing this, but, uh, so the points on the fingertips, if you look at your, your um, your thumbnail, for yep. instance, right, right here, if you hold your hand towards you, I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, right along the thumb, there is a point, there is one, there's a point there. And then the same with the other fingers. So your index finger, your middle finger, et cetera, your pinky. 
And so you can use the thumb to kind of rub. So some people like to rub it. So mm -hmm. your, your index and your, your thumb, or you could, um, with your other hand, you could squeeze each yeah. extremity at that point. Same thing, just, you know, taking some, some breaths. Yeah, just squeezing and doing a few rounds that way. So, so you could have your hand under a table for your boardroom example. Uh, you could do this in your car. You're at a red light, waiting for the light to change, feeling a little antsy about that uh, that meeting that you're going to. Right? You could do that in between, make make good use of those uh, those lights um, that you're stopped at. So mm -hmm. th that's one way. Um, and yeah. you can you can mm -hmm. you can do it preventatively too, right? Like you don't oh, have yeah. to wait until the stress happens to do tapping. Like if you're going into a stressful situation, you can load up a charge, right? You, you certainly can. Exactly. Thank you for, for bringing that up because the other piece that I have to say is that the beauty of tapping is you can actually rewire your neural pathways in your brain. So mm -hmm. I know, you know, visualizations are huge, um, but you can, you can actually get a, a daily double on your visualizations, right? If you visualize what it is that you want or an affirmation uh, that you have, you know, I can do this. I deserve this. And you kind of tap, you tap it in. So it's like it, it it sticks faster if you can tap and say these affirmations to yourself. So so I like to say, like, imagine who's that person that you want to show up as? You know, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, in, in my past, I was always sort of the shy, the introvert. I'm still an introvert, but the Me shy too. person didn't like to talk, um, <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> and, uh, and I thought, well, this is not going to help me if I want to get this message out into the world, I've got to show up. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, if, if you're kind of programmed that way, and highly sensitive and everything, you know, it's, uh, that can be a really big, big thing, right. But so it's just like, imagining, no, I want to be out there. And I want to be teaching this. And I want to, I want to really, you know, show people that they have this power within their fingers. <laughs> you know, because that message is so important. So it, it'll, it, but it helps if you can visualize, you know, what, what does that look like? You know, what posture are you in? Mm -hmm. um, what is the overriding uh, feeling, you know, that, that you're having in that moment? Is it fulfillment? Is it excitement? And, and so like, just kind of allowing yourself, your head to go there, you know, and, and tapping through it and, and feeling it's, it's just a really nice way to, yeah, mm -hmm. give it that extra you know, boost there. Yeah, it also gives you a pause, I would imagine to think about why. So if you are really angry, or stressed out, or you feel defensive to just yeah. pause for a second and go, okay, what is my body trying to tell me? What am I actually afraid of here? What am I actually feeling? Why do I feel this way? Because mm -hmm. sometimes if you can get to the root of the issue, I mean, that's, that's a big, exactly, big exactly. Progress. And with the tapping, as I said before, because consciously, you might not have a clue. Like you might go, I'm just feeling so uptight. Like, what, what's going on? And like, if you're analyzing, right? Yes. You might not know. But when you tap and you kind of, like I said, like, all of a sudden you go, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, I see, you know. Yeah, I'm feeling like nobody's going to care what I have to say. That's what this is about. Yeah, yes. okay. You know, and then you can you can tap through all the those sort of, you know, resistances to that keep us stuck, right? You know, they're all fear-based, but mm -hmm. um, then we can we can actually tap. And if you take tapping to the next level, uh, then and you do use words, you can you can actually tap on that. So you can say, 
even though it's not possible. So I do this, here's one more, one more tapping point along the side of the hand, the fleshy side of the hand where your pinky is. If yeah. you use the few fingers of the opposite hand, you're sure to get the, the point. But actually, if you want to, yeah, if you want to tap along with me, Chrissy, like, yeah, if, you, uh, I yeah. If, yeah, so I, I would, you know, you could say something like, even though it's not possible for me to deliver a speech to a thousand people, I still accept myself anyway. You mm -hmm. always want to have what the, the issue is and then the acceptance, because that the acceptance piece is what's going to bring peace in the, in the long run. When we stop resisting and we go, okay, yeah, this is how I feel and this is the way I feel and I'm not making any apologies for it, right? So even though, even though I, it's not possible for me to address, let's make this simple, address a large audience, mm -hmm. I still uh, love and accept myself anyway. Yes. And then I would say that two more times, even though not possible for me to address a large audience yes. I'm okay I'm okay with how I feel right now mm -hmm. I love that and I love that it's very honest because yeah. I think I think in some of the movements out there for wellness there's a little bit of that toxic positivity where you fake mm -hmm. it so much where you have to fake it till you make it but I like to prefer face it till you make it so, yeah. <laughs> so this is a great way to do that exactly That's yeah, yeah. Amazing. So before we wrap up and tell us yeah. a little bit about your book and what yeah. people can find and how they can find you. Sure. Uh, my book is called, is this all there is living a life beyond obligation? So I think that says it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, you can find it on my website, moniquereport.com. And uh, I've actually got uh, as a gift, there's uh, the first couple of chapters in there, people can just go and they can download that um, awesome. on the on the book page. And I've also got under I have a tab called tapping resources, where there's all a lot of scientific studies that are there. So for people who are like, I don't know about this, uh, the science is there. It's incredible. In the last decade, it's just like, amplified so much mm -hmm. um there is a, a tapping uh, points chart and there is a little instruction sheet just kind of reiterating what we're talking about now so i just encourage people please uh you know go there and, and get that and uh, and give it a try absolutely what's the worst that can happen i mean you're not it's not dangerous it's not timely mm -hmm. it's yeah absolutely no you have effects. nothing you got nothing to lose so you may as well exactly. give it a try Perfect. And do and do it with sorry and do it if you like it. Do it with your kids. Yes. Do it together. Mm -hmm. They're picking up on your angst, right? And you're picking up on their angst. So make calm contagious. Like do it at the same time and make it fun, especially for the little ones. The teens is a bit of a harder sell. <laughs> start with the, your young ones because they got lots of worries right now in this world. So they do. They yeah. do. They do. Yes, I I have two teenagers. One is thirteen. One is sixteen. And yeah, their stress is definitely a little bit different than the stress I had growing up for sure. So it's, yeah. Yeah. And we do do a lot of different. So this is one thing I'm definitely going to be trying with them. Are there any last words or tips or advice you'd like to leave with everybody? Um, yeah, I just, I think, you know, we said it before, please like give it a try, give it a shot. Um, you might be really surprised at the, how this strange looking thing actually can really help you um, get to a better place. And uh, especially now, like people need this and, and just, yeah, be open-minded, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's my message. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Monique. We really appreciate you and we'll make sure everything is in the show notes. Thank you again. Yeah. Thanks very much, Chrissy. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of HealthWise 360 here on the In the Limelight Podcast Network, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. 
Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and don't forget to tell your friends.